Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, my loves. Okay, this is live 2.0 because King was like not having it earlier when I went live and he tried to like show you guys my boob, which was a whole situation. So now we're going to do this again. So something that I wanted to talk about today is scaling as a service provider. I see so often people who, um, you know, you start off as a service provider, maybe you are like a virtual assistant, a social media manager, photographer, whatever. And then, you know, of course you're listening to what everybody says online about creating digital products and having passive income and coaching. And so I see a lot of people who they go from having, you know, their, their service-based business to, okay, boom, I'm a coach or, you know, I'm a strategist or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's nothing wrong with deciding that you want to be a strategist or a coach or anything. Um, but I think that there's a lot to be said. And I think that there is definitely um, a lot of room to grow as a service provider. So for those of you who know me, y'all know that I have three businesses. Two of them are service-based service businesses. And then of course I do coaching and consulting. So I've literally done, you know, I, I have businesses in all the spaces. And one thing that I think a lot of people sleep on, not I think, I know a lot of people sleep on scaling your service-based business. You can totally scale a service-based business. And a lot of times people don't say this, but having a service-based business is a lot, of, oftentimes, like nine times out of 10, a lot easier than getting into coaching or getting into consulting. Um, coaching and consulting it looks cool and it's super shiny like it's it's a it's a great industry to be in right and we all have wisdom and knowledge and things that we can pass on to help other people but a lot of you can make a lot of bread like you guys can have a lot of bread and butter if you stick to and stick within your um your service right whatever the services that you offer and so i really just want to talk about like business models because the truth of the matter is, is that we get to business to create the business model that we want right you don't have to have a business like anybody else you can literally do whatever you want and i think i, I think i'm I, i'm trying to stop saying think y'all because i know things i don't think um but i one thing that i know to be certain is that i see a lot of people who you know you hear like oh create passive products do this do that and so you jump from your service where you're actually making money to a space where you're now coaching and teaching and it becomes harder for you to make money and then you kind of feel like am i crazy like am i running my business wrong what's going on and it's because a lot of times there this industry of coaching it's so unregulated there there aren't a bunch of rules there's nobody telling us that we have to do it a certain way or have integrity or anything so a lot of times you can save yourself by just staying inside of your service and this is not me saying don't become a coach this is just me saying hey consider keeping your service-based business hey boo hey boo um but consider keeping your service-based business and, cons and consider actually scaling whatever your service is so um 
the thing is is that a lot of times like people feel like oh i'm gonna reach a cap right you like you feel like as a service-based provider you're gonna reach up a, a threshold where you won't be able to take on more clients but that's simply not true right at a certain point you can raise your prices right you can have high ticket clients so as you start working with more clients you'll become more in demand right you'll become like you'll become one of the top people in your industry and at that point you can raise your prices that's what i've done in all my service businesses so i have a photography business and i've raised my prices right when i started out i was working with brides for five hundred dollars like super super cheap honey like i was just like woo doing all this work for nothing um and then but now i charge brides five thousand six thousand seven thousand dollars for a wedding right like because i got better at my service right i didn't jump from oh i'm a photographer now let me start coaching photographers no i didn't do that i was a photographer i continued to study my craft i got better i'm better i increased my um client experience and client journey and all that kind of stuff i did all these things so that i could provide them a really high level of service and i was able to scale and grow that business and it's actually less work right i used to do these shoots for 500 dollars. now i'm charging brides way more and i'm able to scale that business without having to teach and now what i'm i might take on maybe i think i do about five weddings a year now i don't do as many weddings anymore because i don't want to right i don't want to <laughs> but the truth of the matter is is that there's so much more flexibility in scaling a service-based business and i'm and again i'm not saying this to say don't become a coach don't you know create ebooks or anything but when you really think about it if you put out a 29 dollars ebook a 19 dollars ebook 27 dollars ebook it's going to take you a long time to scale that to a point where you're like oh i'm making fifty thousand dollars with this thing right like let's just be honest like and i think a lot of times you have coaches out here who are saying oh put your information in the ebook have a passive product but passive products aren't always passive an ebook you still have to promote it you still have to you know um if you if you decide to do ads you have to pay for those ads if you don't do ads like how are people actually finding out about this ebook and i'm not saying anything is wrong with ebooks because i have ebooks so i mean like seriously i've i've sold if there's something to be sold i probably sold it you know what i'm saying well like all legal things um so, so you know like i I have really like tried all the things when it comes to, um, you know, selling things in business. And one thing that I find that happens to a lot of business owners is that you have so many people in the online space that are telling you do this, do this, do this. But the truth of the matter is, is that you need to scale your business and you need to look at what do you want for your life and your business long term. If you don't want to be that person that can't take a day off or who, you know, you can't like take time off or whatever, then maybe you need to consider not trying like not starting several different programs right because one people one thing people don't talk about when it comes to like coaching and, and having programs and stuff is that yes you can take time off but you really have to think about the timing of things right because if you have clients who let's say you do a three you create a three-month program right in that three months you have to be careful about when you take off because you still have to serve those clients right because we're building businesses with integrity and if we're doing that you have to make sure that you're actually showing up and delivering on whatever you've promised to people when they when they enter your coaching containers and so you know again i'm not saying that you shouldn't be a coach because i love coaching right i love being a strategist i love oh 
y'all saw that lightning um but i love like being able to do all these things and to be able to serve these people but one thing that i know for certain is that service providers like that is where the money resides okay honey like <laughs> i will never ever 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 give up my photography business and it's because i can i can charge more right i can charge more and there are clients out there that are willing to pay for that because they value photography or because they're in need of a photographer or whatever my social media management agency I can always be growing and scaling that. Why? Because I can raise the prices. I can go find higher quality clients. I'm not, no, I'm not going to say higher quality because it's not always about the quality, but I can find clients who want to or are able to pay more for my services. Um, and it's just super like, at the end of the day, it's just super easy to scale a service-based business. Coaching is where things start to get a little bit more complicated and a little bit more challenging. And then also, it's important to know that like you have to be operating out of integrity as a coach. And I think, not I think, I know that that's where people run into a lot of problems because you see everybody else in the online space marketing a certain type of way or doing things a certain type of way. And to be honest, a lot of the marketing out there is a little bit spammy, you know, and it's definitely not of God. Like, I'm trying to go to heaven, so I don't have time to be mixed up with the foolishness of what people are doing online, right? Lying about how many spots are available, lying about the girl, your girl ain't got time because I'm trying to see Jesus and have a good time with him, okay? Okay, so.
you know, just being honest. So I'm just making sure I said everything I have to say. Love this. Thanks. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Um, but that's normalized. Oh, um, the last thing that I want to say about being a service provider and scaling um, a business, uh, scaling your business as a service provider is that I want you to think about the last thing I want to say is I want you to think about. Uh, and I said this earlier, the life that you want to live long term. So often we get into business and we start thinking like, oh, I just want to make some money or, you know, I just want to make X amount of dollars. But we really don't think about a year from now, two years from now, what do I want my life and business to look like? And so the trap that a lot of people fall into is that you you start getting all these clients as a service provider and you're like, oh, this is too much. Let me just do coaching where I can charge more. No, no, no don't don't jump straight into coaching what you should do instead is raise your prices as a service provider right raise your prices attract those those clients that can pay a higher amount and you'd be surprised at how fast you can make fifty thousand dollars as a service provider like fifty thousand dollars is such an easy amount to make as a service provider once you really start to get your prices under control and know how many people you want to serve the cool part about being a service provider is that you can literally make 50 and i'm, I'm using fifty thousand as like just like the low ball right um but i have clients who have made a hundred thousand dollars right as a service provider or more like and i've had people that have made i know people i haven't had clients but i know people who have made more than hundred thousand dollars as a service-based business owner and the thing is is that you have to you have to be honest and look at your numbers how many people do you want to work with right how many people do you want to work with it is it's not going to change when you start coaching right you're not going to all of a sudden have more time and energy to coach more people no how many people do you want to work with if you only want to work with five people what do your prices have to be in order to say okay cool i'm making fifty thousand dollars in a year it's not that hard like i know people like to make it seem hard i know people like to you know oh you should put out an ebook you should put out a course you should do i know listen i know your friends are gassing you up i know your friends are telling you wow like you're so good at this you should teach you should teach this blah blah, blah. don't listen to them don't listen to them guys i'm being honest like don't listen to them because the thing is is that they're not going to buy your course they're not going to buy your program they're not going to buy your ebook okay so you still need to find the people that are actually going to um purchase the things that you have so like the last thing i want to say and this is like all wrapping it up is that look at like let's be honest okay having a service-based business is going to be so much easier to grow and scale than jumping into coaching now you can do them together i'm not saying don't do it at all right you can grow all of it together but i don't want you to sleep on yes i know i know i don't want you to sleep on oh somebody bought me a badge thank you um oh my brother bought me a badge oh i love you <laughs> um but i don't want you to sleep on you know having a service-based business and scaling a service-based business i know plenty of people who have made fifty thousand six figures multiple six figures and they are and they're running a service-based business they're not trying to teach not trying to do any of the extra things and i was talking about this in my mastermind to to my new mastermind girls because some of them have been thinking about do they want to get into education and the truth of the matter is they don't need to right they make enough money in their business and if they want to grow if they want to make more money they can scale their service-based business you can add in people and create an agency you can just raise your prices and bring in higher higher ticket clients right there are so many things that you can do to scale your service-based business but still keep your time because that's the other thing like that's the key to all of this we want to create businesses that still allow us to have our autonomy and our time and the truth of the matter is is that when you start coaching baby your time starts to dwindle down real quick because now you have people that are pulling 
from your energy, right? The people that are looking to you for the guidance and for the mentorship. And so it's not to say don't do it because baby, when I tell you I love coaching, I love coaching. But you just have to be honest with yourself about where's your energy? Do you like, what do you want your life to look like long-term and all that good jazz? Okay, let me read this comment. My friend kept bugging me bigging me up and that's how i started then i didn't know where to go with it so make sure you know where to go yes start with the business you love yes information products and services are key yes 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 i love this so yeah you're and you're so right like people will cast you up so hard and you'll be sitting up here thinking like oh yeah i need to like have a course i need to have this whole program whatever whatever and like who's buying it like what's happening here like it's such it's, it ends up being such a waste it ends up being such a waste and and then like now you're sitting here thinking that you're crazy and that you don't know what you're doing but like you really do so i'm saying all this to say like y'all like seriously do not sleep on scaling your your um your uh, service-based business don't sleep on that and when it's time one-on-one -on -one coaching headaches i know yes see you said the truth one-on-one -on -one coaching sometimes is a headache i, I told you guys recently i stopped offering one-on-one -on -one coaching um unless you are in like one of my other programs that's where i'll do one-on-one -on -one coaching because you'll have people that just come and waste your time or people who come and don't you know want to do any of the things that you're teaching and so you know it just it's just really important like you started your service-based business because you loved what you were doing, because you were good at it. Don't give up on it just because one person said, oh, you should start teaching this or you should make an ebook or you should coach. Don't give up on your service-based business. Service-based businesses, they can scale. Why? Because there's always going to be a need. People are always going to need a photographer. They're going to always need a social media manager. They're going to always need all these other things. But a coach, somebody, like at some point, they're probably going to outgrow you, right? At some point, they're going to think to themselves like, why am I still paying this person when I can just figure it out myself or whatever? And it's not that. And, and I want to be very clear with this because I tr I'm a huge advocate in coaching and I always have a coach. I I'm that person that always has a coach. But the truth of the matter is, is that you don't want to like, what do they say? Spite, um, cut off your nose to spite your face. Like you don't want to do something where you're like, okay, I'm no longer going to do my service-based business because the money's not coming in fast enough. Like, no. Promote your business fast enough, market your business more, do whatever you have to do, but keep your service-based business because that is going to be the thing that there's always going to be a demand for it. Like I, like I haven't closed my photography business because there's always someone that needs photos. There's always somebody having a wedding. Even in the pandemic, there were people that were still getting married. So why would I stop? Why would I close that, that business? That makes no sense. How much for classes and what are they about? I'm interested in my business growing. I'm not sure how. I got you. Don't worry. I'll hit you up. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, I just wanted to come in here and just run my mouth. I really didn't have anything to say besides I was just thinking about this whole, should you keep your, um, should you keep your, your service-based business, especially because I hear so many people wanting to like move into education and digital products. And I just don't want y'all to get set up. Like I don't want y'all to get caught and be out here looking crazy, you know, when you could be making money in your business, like in your service-based business, like actually scaling it to 50K, 100K, like whatever you want, you could scale your service-based business and have all the time in the world, streamline your process and your systems, and you could be having a good time and not stressed. Like we don't have time for the stress. So thanks y'all for hanging out with me. And until next time, I'll talk to y'all later. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. 
Until next time, let's get this money.